0: Hey, great friends. What's happening? Today is Tuesday. It is October 10th, and this is Kaplan and crew, and we're just getting going. Hey, you know one of the things I love, and I I like to talk about this stuff during the pre and the mid-roll. You know one of the things I love is connecting great friends. So Alex, you'll love this. Last night, I get a message from one of our longtime listeners. I mean, somebody who's deeply engaged in the show, and he asked me a question about mushroom life. And I said, dude, I, to be honest with you, I don't really have the answer on this one because it turns out that he knows someone who's experiencing, um, like dementia and he's looking for some sort of alternative, more holistic, uh, approach to possibly help with brain power. And Browner talks about every day, taking that brain power tincture that he takes. And mm-hmm. so, um, he said, Hey, could you connect me with the owner, Brett Weiss, who's been on the show? He was on the show last week. And so last night I sent an email to Brett and to this gentleman and before you knew it, the three of us were in a three-way email trying to help this person get, you know, the products that if they can help for this guy, kind of, I don't know if it will or won't, I don't know, but I do know this, this is what we're all about, right? So if you've got questions, um, we're here to help. So Alex mushroom life, if you could just put it up on the screen, mushroomlife.com/l L Y F E mushroom life.com slash great friends. If you would like a more holistic, more natural pathic way of, of treating conditions. It could be sleep. It could be anxiety. It could be a uh, sex drive. It could be, um, focus and concentration things you might be on prescription pills for mushroom life has products that are a plant-based medication. You might want to try them out. And the first, uh, first purchase is 50% savings. And as I always tell you, man, be careful with that one in the middle. Cause that's their mind bending euphoria product. Careful on that one. Okay. Careful. All right, um Let me mention our friends at BetUS. This is also somewhat exciting to me. Um, I received a message today on uh, Twitter, on a direct message from one of our great friends. You know who you are. I don't want to put your business out there, buddy. But he told me, he showed me he made a $20 bet on BetUS, uh, and then he made like 80 bucks on the bet. I didn't even really, really look to see what play he made. But I know last week we were talking about parlays and teasers and exotic bets and how to use BetUS to make those kinds of bets. Um, not just think about those kinds of wagers, but also how do you actually go through the execution of it on BetUS? We walked through it with Junior last week, Junior Brown, our, our handicapper, betus.com, 1 800 my betUS. Alex, you said uh, also you had some buds this weekend that uh, were oh, like, yeah. wait, what? We can we can use BetUS, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I did.
0: Yeah, these guys happy with it. These guys, I these guess
1: are... we'll find out when I talk to them, see how yeah. they did. I, will tell I think you guys,
0: I think they're happy with the service. I don't know how they're happy with their results. Right. Yeah. I, I will just say this the um the user interface, um, very, very good, very easy to use. So bet if I can do it, believe me, you can do it. Betus, betus.com 1 800 my bet us. All right, let's get started. Let's get going. Yo, great friends. What's happening? It is Tuesday afternoon. It's October 10th. This is Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown man. We're coming to you on the radio, on cable TV, on YouTube, on every audio podcast platform known to man. And we're just getting rolling here on a Tuesday afternoon. Now, little did I realize yesterday, what a great night of television sports I would have found myself in seriously, like I, I was coming back. I, I know I told the story yesterday of coming back from Boise State after a parent's weekend and uh, being delayed in L.A., not getting home till way later. And just, you know, then all of a sudden it's Monday and it's full speed ahead, right? I mean, last night was one of these times where if you had a chance to be in front of your TV, if you had a chance to chill last night, you had the Raiders and the Packers game on Monday Night Football. You, I, I was watching the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. Whoa, Arizona. 84-win team in the same division, and the Dodgers find themselves down 0-2 at home, and neither starting pitcher can, can, like, give you anything? Clayton Kershaw gave you one out. I mean, Bobby Miller last night was probably their best pitcher, even though he's a rookie. And that guy, he had a rough time. No wonder they didn't want to start him in game one. And so the Dodgers are in a monster hole. And then, to throw on top of that, I actually... I can't believe I'm about to say this. God, I shouldn't even say this. What has happened to me? I shouldn't even say this. I actually put in a couple of minutes last night into the Lakers and the Nets mm. preseason game in <laughs> Vegas. I don't, I don't know what to tell you guys. I, something's, uh, something, something, I, something ain't right. Like what were that. you guys? I'm just curious. What were you guys watching last night? You guys catch any of these three sporting events that I had on? I was like, I don't know why check back, back, back. And then of course, I also had on the news last night because I'm now addicted to CNN again. CNN is probably like in Atlanta going, this is going to bring us back. This kind of a big-ass news story that the whole world is watching is going to bring us back. Brought me back. I haven't watched the news in ages. All right, Grande, what would you watch last night?
1: Monday Night Football. Uh, I know a lot of people probably watched that game in disgust Mm -hmm. at the quarterback play that was happening on that football field. I, on the other hand, like I predicted – It's now time that the Packers fans get a taste of what it's like to not have a quarterback. And when Jordan Love threw, I believe, interception number two Mm -hmm. directly, like, and I mean directly to that Raiders linebacker, Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever been so happy watching a football game, honestly. (laughs) I mean, the Vikings ain't never won anything. They've never been to the Super Bowl in my lifetime. Only NFC championship losses. I'm genuinely talking about NFL football, the happiness to watch – Jordan Love's struggle last night is up there. And I don't care what people think about me as a fan. I was having a great time watching that game last night. Great. Nice.
0: Nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Big Brown. I'm telling you, man, I was watching Dodgers get beat at home. Go down. 0-2. I had my eye eye on Monday Night Football last night. Um, We're going to get into Monday Night Football because Alex has pulled a lot from the Manning cast last night that he wants us to watch. So we'll get into that. And I can't believe it, Brown. I watched I'm not saying a lot. And I'm not because listen, on the scale it went, it went we'll Monday night football. They were playing the Nets. Brooklyn. It went Monday night football, Dodgers playoffs, NBA basketball preseason. And actually, if I'm being honest, it probably went news NBA basketball preseason. What were you doing last night?
2: Well, I, I I'll see you two a football game and a basketball game and raise you one basketball game. Because I was watching Spurs Thunder. Something that's on no one's radar, baby. <laughs> and I'm talking oh, wait, about but,
0: but wait, that's interesting because now that you just say it like that, I think Wembayama mm-hmm. on, on the Spurs, and what's that dude's name from Chet Gonzaga? Holmgren. Chet Holmgren, that tall, skinny white guy. Yeah. Um, who got hurt like I think it was in the preseason last year, wasn't it? No, he got hurt in a summer league game. Oh, okay. Well no, crazy, Drew League right? game. Even oh, worse. that's right. Yeah, Drew mm-hmm. League. That's right. I couldn't believe it last night when I was watching the Lakers. I was like, wow, LeBron's actually in the game. Preseason Papalo. game. No, preseason game, LeBron. Okay. Ben, ben Simmons looked great last
2: night. So good to see him back and healthy and, and, you know, his brain working again for basketball. I thought that the Jordan Love situation is more than just the Jordan Love situation because here's also the thing that no one is taking into consideration because Jordan Love is taking all the bullets for Matt LaFleur. He might not be good either because this is this goes back to this. If you're standing next to Aaron Rodgers, you look amazing, you look like a genius, you look like one of these McVedic disciples who I know everything about football just as much as he does because it happened in Cincinnati until Joe Borer got hurt. And they're like, "Uh, is this guy any good? Now, Aaron Rodgers ain't coming back. You just got Jordan Love. How does Matt LaFleur look now? How does he look? How does he I'll look? I'll tell you how
0: he looks. I'll tell you how he looks. He looks like a guy who did not inherit a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, listen, here's the thing. We talked about this in the past. The Packers went from Brett Favre to Aaron yes. Rodgers. And if we really did the math, because I don't remember the exact numbers, but Brett Favre is probably, what, in the early 90s? Yes, so, it was legit 30 years. Right. Yeah. So, think about that. You have 30 years Of back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterback, Hall of
2: Fame quarterback. quarterback. We also like
0: to, for the
1: record, don't let it be, don't let it be not on record that the one year that Aaron Rodgers missed, Matt Flynn balled out and got a fat deal from the Seahawks. So they were Mm -hmm. still good that one year too, for whatever
0: reason. Yeah. So, so when you are an NFL football team, everybody's searching for a great quarterback. But what's the likelihood that you're going to get what they've got? Listen. The Chargers are in the exact same situation. Yeah. It's just Bowls. that it's just they don't have the Super Bowls to show for it. But the Chargers went from Drew Brees. And by the way, Drew Brees was the one who is where where love is right now. You know, uh, at the beginning of Brees' career with the Chargers, they were a disaster. They were a mess. I can remember a game where where Brees, the, the Chargers were playing at the Steelers and Marty Schottenheimer was the coach of the Chargers and Brees got yanked from the game. And Breeze was a kid and he freaking was giving it to Marty and Marty was giving it right back to him. And you know, that was the early stages. Well, that I'm not saying that's where Jordan love is. Cause I have no idea if it, two or three years from now, the Packers are going to be any good, yeah. but um, your point about their coach, it was easy to inherit a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. Hey, Alex, you know, your Minnesota Vikings, Kevin O'Connell inherited, Kirk Cousins, and in his first year, went thirteen and three. Mm -hmm. You know these guys are gonna. When you have to start over with a brand new quarterback,
1: I've Mm -hmm. also woke up to a very conflicting feelings today Mm -hmm. because the tank mode is officially on. Mm -hmm. Because you put Justin Jefferson on the IR, and they're saying four to six weeks. Mm -hmm. Tank mode is officially official, (laughs) but (laughs) but at the same time. I have them in fantasy football, and now I'm screwed. So, very conflicting this morning because I think even with Justin Jefferson, the Vikings are one in four. And now without Justin Jefferson, I don't know what they're going to do. So, yeah, you're right. Like they inherited Kevin O'Connor, they inherited Kirk Cousins, but that's not Aaron Rodgers
0: that is right um <laughs> <laughs> hey listen so, and and and, and look, i'm not
1: burying jordan love five weeks in i'm not nor am i, I just think that, i just think that the packer fans they got spoiled for 30 years and to 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 see them go through a rebuild year which they are it's a rebuild year they're very young very young everywhere you know they didn't have aaron jones last night either david bakhtiari may never play football again and he's one of the be- game's best left yeah, tackles man. like so they're going through a whole rebuild and and I will enjoy this season. I'm not burying Jordan Love yet. But in this modern day of NFL quarterbacks, mm-hmm. you probably get a year before you get buried. And honestly, you probably get like eight to ten games before you get buried. Yeah.
0: It but depends. Think,
2: it, if, if you change coaches, that gets you another half a season.
0: But but in, in the case of Jordan Love, he's fine. He He's kind of, you know.
2: He's average.
0: Well, today he's average, you know. I mean, Listen, here, here, I'll give you another example. And by the way, we could do this as an exercise, which I think what people would find to be very interesting. Just go through quarterback by quarterback. And I don't mean like the old guys, the veteran guys. I mean the young guys. Like, I would look at Mac Jones and I would say, you know what? He's not going to lead the Patriots back to glory days. And honestly, if he were available, he's my backup quarterback. Mac Jones has enough starts under his belt that he could be a solid career backup, but mm-hmm. he's not a... He's not a star quarterback in the NFL. Whereas a guy like Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, Trevor Lawrence is a guy who's, you know, leading a franchise now because Trevor Lawrence has something that a guy like Mac Jones doesn't have. And it's not about the talent around him or the coaches around him or the organization that he plays for. He's just a significantly better young quarterback. But you look at a guy like Jordan Love on one hand, you know, he's five or six games into his career as a starter but he's right?
2: been in he's been in the NFL for 3 years.
0: Okay, but but he hasn't played. Correct. So, but then I look on the other hand, I look at a guy like Kenny Pickett, right? Kenny not Pickett good. is well, okay. So, not good period or not good yet. I don't know yet for sure. I mean, if I had to like really really bet on it, I don't think Kenny Pickett is going to step up to Trevor Lawrence's level or Josh Allen's level or Patrick That's, Mahomes's yeah. level.
1: That's true. I, I don't yeah. think so. I get what but, you're saying because the last time we saw like a guy get time and progress was Josh Allen. Josh yes. Allen was bad, very bad. Real in bad. Season in backwards pass bad. A dude from Wyoming, a dude like why did they do this and then he mm-hmm. actually progressed into what he's become now. Whereas mm-hmm. you look at the 2021 NFL draft class and they all came out or the 2020 and they all came out firing. Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Tua Tagovailoa, mm-hmm. like they all came out and they're were like we're good. Yeah. And it, and Tua is when healthy, he's good. Like there's no debate about that. Yeah. So he is. I, yes. I think that it's that draft class. I think he was Jalen a, Ramsey,
0: or excuse me, was Jalen Hurts in the same draft class?
1: I think so. And also Jordan was the last in Jordan Love was in that draft class.
0: So so the, so I hear four first rounders because I know that Hurts was a second rounder, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan Love was second like before
1: him. Twenty
0: sixth. See, I think that if we went back and we looked at the quarterbacks that were drafted in the last five years, we would we would look at these guys and go, okay, is Jordan, Love, is it too early to call, make a call on Jordan Love yet?
2: I think it, I think it's not because he's been in the NFL for three years already. One thing about Aaron Rodgers, when he sat behind Brett Favre, when he came in, he was ready. You mm-hmm. could see it. Mm-hmm. This guy sat behind Aaron Rodgers. He came, he's come in, he doesn't appear to be ready. And that's the problem. His lack of uh, a transition into actual game reps hasn't happened. I don't know why, but it hasn't. And so that I would be, if I were a Green Bay Packers fan, I would be worried because this guy should know the offense. They never changed coaches, the coaches to play caller. So he should know this offense after three years of studying it and now getting live reps in a whole training camp, a whole preseason, and now you're five games into the season. And he just looks like he can't see things. Also, can
1: we give a little bit of credit to the Raiders because they made Justin Herbert look very average two weeks ago or a week mm-hmm. ago, and now they just made Jordan Love look completely incompetent last night. Yeah, so maybe that defense is better than we think. Maybe well, Max Crosby is one yeah. of the top five pass rushers in the league. Like he was he has, like, after last night. He's been proving that with his numbers, but now yeah. I don't think he's getting the the talk that like a Miles Garrett does or or TJ Watt does like right. Max Crosby
0: is that good can i ask when did the uh, and did, have, we, have we had this conversation ever um when did the like big white guy defensive end come back in like become vogue again in the nfl jj J. Uh, J. J. Uh, J. J. watt J., okay so jj J. <laughs> J. watt his brother in in pittsburgh J. J. watt right mm-hmm. then you have bosa, bosa in san diego bosa in san francisco mm-hmm. Max Crosby. Well, I would say it started with Jared Allen. Jared Allen's a good one. But that was yeah. but,
2: oh, no, see, but that was a gap in between. Yeah. Like it was, Jared was a Allen, gap, but, was but Jared a Allen was, gap was ridiculous. And, and <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm not denying that. What <laughs> yeah, I'm saying yeah. is it was Jared Allen, and then it was a massive gap. And then J.J. Watt came. And then T J Watt, and then the Bosa brothers, and then Crosby. Then it's then it was like a, a well,
0: well, white the wall kid, of pass well, rush. Well, right, because there's a kid, mm-hmm. Aiden Hutchinson in Detroit. So good. Who is unbelievable about it. So good. So good right? Oh my then, God. Then, um, what you see the- his
1: interception this weekend?
0: Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. He, Crazy. He's a, that guy's a, just a pure athlete, though. You yeah, know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, if you yeah. run into a guy who's a white guy who's like 6'6 and 300 and yoked and is fast, you're like, defensive end. Looking good, my man. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like all, so we think about the names we've come up with the Bosa brothers, the Watt brothers, um, uh, you, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Max, Max Crosby. Crosby. What's the yeah. guy's name in, uh, I think, in Cincinnati? and then there's Oh, a- yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That he's, guy's, very he's, he's very good. He's very good. I can't remember his name, though. <laughs> right, but he's good, but he's kind of like in that next level. I of couldn't guy. name a
2: single person on the Bengals' defense, and they they got a really good defense.
0: Well, so this is a, it's an interesting way to kick off the show today, just talking about last night's Monday Night Football game. Trey because Hendrickson. Oh, Hendrickson, yeah. Very good. Doesn't wear really gloves.
2: Good. He's got those t- tape on his fingers.
0: Yeah, because if we were, um, if we were to really look back, you know, just in trend, They got two white guys. I forgot yeah, about the, the other one. Yeah, Sam Hubbard. It,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: If we were if we look back on the draft <laughs> in the last five years and we look at quarterbacks who are now starters in the NFL, I mean, we'll be able to look at these guys and go, yes or no, on, on all these guys. Here, let me give you an example: Jordan Love, Kenny Pickett, or Zach Wilson. If you had to project five years. Who's the who has the best Same career? Again. Zach Wilson, Kenny yeah. Pickett, Jordan Love. Of the three. And and listen, we should there's probably other guys that fit directly into that category. Um, like I wouldn't put Justin Fields in that category. I think Justin Fair Fields not. is now is now proving that he's he's like one step below the upper echelon guys, and he can play. I'm, I think Justin Fields can play, but he just happens to be on a really bad I mean, team. 2020, 2022.
1: I forgot about this. Kenny Pickett was the first quarterback taken. Oh my! Because gosh. that was the that was the low. There was no real round one talent in that in that draft. Oh, yeah, that's went, right. And He went twenty second. Yeah, right. That well, doesn't happen. Hard. That right. never happen. happens. And mm-hmm. then this year, obviously, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, like all those guys. I don't think Bryce Young is in a good situation. Nope. And C.J. Stroud. He's he might good. break like Herbert's
0: passing records for rookie. Yeah. Like he's and Richardson, if he
1: could stay healthy. Well, he's a second
0: rounder. But yeah, yeah, I mean, but but let me tell you, um, Stroud, CJ Stroud, that's what NFL teams should look at and go, Okay, so we had a star quarterback. And if if let's just say hypothetically, Deshaun Watson would have not had all the trouble that he had, and let's say they would have gotten to a position where they're like, Hey, we had to pay him 250 million dollars. Or we got to start all over. You know what? Have the guts to say, let him walk. I'm starting and, over. Yeah. And I'll start over. Cause now here's CJ Stroud essentially, well, first of all, playing better than Deshaun Watson is playing at this stage Currently, of his yes. career. Yes. Um, and here's a guy that's that's making, you know, a fifth of the money. But well, here's you could the look problem. at the
1: Broncos, and the Broncos tried to start over multiple times with first round quarterbacks, and John Elway just couldn't figure it and, out. And, and the Browns as well. And they go and they trade for Russell Wilson, give him a fat deal, and now yep. look where they are. So it's yeah, it's unless. not – you know, listen, the NFL has been around for a long time. We know how hard it is to find a quarterback. Uh, like, absolutely. It, so that's why I think, it, to my point, how spoiled Packer fans have been, like welcome to reality for mm-hmm. the majority of the league. Patriots fans, I mean, welcome to reality. Like this is what the most of NFL franchises deal with, most of I us. Think, I, I
2: just think you have to be very careful – with that position, because again, the Bears had the number one pick. And everybody was, everybody and their mama was saying, oh, they need to move off Justin Fields to get Bryce Young. Bryce Young would be in the situation he's now in in Carolina. It would look exactly like that in Chicago. There would be doubt for me now about him because he would have already gotten hurt and he would have already been ineffective. And then they would have said, oh, they chose the wrong one. They should have took CJ Stroud. It it's has so much to do with your situation most of the time. I think Justin Herbert is just good. I think there could have been teams that would have messed up Patrick Mahomes. I don't think there would have been a team to mess up Joe
0: Burrow. <laughs> hey, that's funny. But well, let me ask you, Would if, if Patrick Mahomes was on the Bears.
2: Yeah, he wouldn't be who he is. Without it, um, he would be <laughs> below average.
0: Yeah. Well, what a what an interesting start to today's broadcast. I mean, totally organically football-y, good start yes. to today's show.
1: Was, yeah. Where where would where did Jimmy Garoppolo come from?
0: Oh, dude. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> See was now
1: high first.
0: No. no, Jimmy Garoppolo, I Second to round a second round second pick pit pit out, of out of a Syracuse. Small school, like a, no, no, not Syracuse, You're like not a Mac school. Yeah. A max school. Like Miami of Ohio. It's not Miami, of Ohio, but it's it's he like one of to the Toledo. No, he didn't go to Syracuse. Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, Eastern Illinois. Eastern yeah, Illinois. Eastern yeah, Illinois. Is, that, is that where uh, Tony Romo went to school?
2: Yep. And that's yeah. where uh, their old coach went to school. That, that old Dallas coach. Uh,
0: Jason Garrett? Yes. Okay, got it. Got it. All right. Hey, good start. So listen, um, coming up, We'll, we'll go back to some of the actual Monday night football stuff because Alex has pulled a bunch from the Manning cast that he clearly wants us to see. And I'm kind of looking forward to it because I was actually watching the traditional broadcast last night. Well, this
1: quarterback, these quarterbacks are going to kill Peyton Manning. Like he's going to have an aneurysm (laughs) on air.
0: (laughs) Uh, So that's number one. That's the first thing I want to talk about today. Um, Other things I got to get into the Dodgers because if you're a Padres fan and you're like, I don't want to hear about the Dodgers. No, but, but you are rooting against the Dodgers. Whereas on the other hand, we have a lot of Dodger fans that watch and listen, and you guys want to hear, you know, how they're going to come back, which after being down 0-2 at home, I don't see it. You know, you knew that they had pitching problems going into these postseason, these playoffs, but it has way beyond it's way worse than they would have ever imagined. So we'll get into that too. And uh, also I got to tell you guys something. um, What does DeMar Ham... Demar, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how, if I want to say this the way, Now nah, I'm not going to say it that way, but I am going to talk about Demar Hamlin. And You're probably thinking why, what is, I'll get to it. Um, stick around. So we're just getting rolling. We're in the seven mile casino studio, sevenmilecasino.com. If you want a great place to watch football, play cards, eat amazing food, um, incredible location, right off the freeway, uh, Bay Boulevard, right off the five uh, smoke-free environment. There is no better place to play then 7 Mile Casino, and their website is 7milecasino.com. And if you have any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, we're on their way. We're just getting going. It's Tuesday. Stay with us. All right, everybody, what's happening? Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're coming to you from the 7 Mile Casino studios, 7milecasino.com. So in the first segment, we got into this conversation about quarterbacking and uh, it kind of all started because Grande here is uh, so excited to see the Green Bay Packers struggle with quarterbacking. I mean, 30 years of back to back Super Bowl winning Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And as a Vikings fan and as a Bears fan, these two guys are celebrating the Packers poor quarterback play. Hey, guys, oh, yeah. listen, when I was a kid, Dan Marino was a quarterback of the Dolphins. And when Dan Marino left the Dolphins, I I would have to really think hard about all the quarterbacks that came after Dan Marino until they got to where they are. I would say today, like with Tua, the Dolphins between, call it, I'm going to guess here, it's probably the mid-90s, like 96-ish, 95-ish. Like I'm talking like almost 30 years ago. While the Packers have had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers, the Dolphins went from Dan Marino to Tua and in between I'm telling you right now there's got to be me to name all of them who's mm. the guy let me tell you who I think replaced <laughs> Marino the first guy to replace Marino I think was Jay Fiedler correct okay Jay Fiedler and that that lasted a couple of years he was a guy I want to say kind of played at an Ivy League college I think and maybe was somebody else's backup and they signed him as a free agent I think man Jay Fiedler. Okay, so that's who replaced Marino. Who who comes after Marino? Till we get to it. Uh,
1: well, Damon Howard played.
0: Jay Fiedler played
1: uh, for a bunch of years. Jay Fiedler was a starter, but he got hurt a lot, it looks like. So Ray Lucas, Brian
0: Greasy. Okay, wait, Jay- wait. I'm just going to wait. Let me comment really quickly. Ray Lucas, a former Rutgers quarterback who was a backup with the Jets, who actually was somewhat good. So people thought he could go from backup to starter. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going. Uh, who Brian was after that? Greasy. Brian Greasy, you know, Michigan quarterback who I I think played with the Broncos first and was a starter with the Broncos for quite a long time. And then I think kind of was finishing at home in Miami. I, I think. Yeah. Uh Sage Rosenfels. Oh my God. Like a backup quarterback yeah. with the Washington Redskins at the time. Yeah. Okay.
1: Gus I think of, I
0: think I think out of Tulsa. I think this um, is gonna
1: take a long time if you have a comment for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Gus Ferrat. Oh, yeah. Keep, oh, no. Keep
0: Gus Ferrat went to Tulsa, I think. Go ahead, Dante, go ahead. Dante Culpepper. Okay, that's when the whole Drew Brees, Dante Culpepper thing happened. Okay. Joey Harrington. Oh, my God. The former Oregon quarterback who never really made it, even though he was a first-round pick. All right. Cleo Lemon. Cleo Lemon, a former Charger backup quarterback. That's right. Trent Green. Oh, wow. Was this at the end of Trent Green's career after Pro- Kansas City? Probably. Yeah. Probably. John Beck. Don't know. Him. Oh. Chad Pennington. Okay. Former Jets quarterback out of uh Marshall. I Chad thought he was good, though. J- Chad Pennington was good with the Jets. He was okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Chad Henney. Mm-mm.
0: Chad Henny, Michigan quarterback.
3: hmm
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe with the Cowboys first. He, I mean, he was he was still in the league last year. He won a he when Mahomes went out in that playoff game, Henney let him down for like a ninety nine yard touchdown. Oh there. my God.
0: I forgot about that. Okay. Um uh, Tyler Thigpen. <sighs> Don't got nothing Matt, on him. Matt Moore. Matt Moore. No. Oh yeah, you Ryan, know what? Matt. Wait, Matt Moore was a guy who was with Carolina.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Ryan Tannehill for a long time. Five, yeah. four years. Five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They drafted him. Uh, yeah. Jay Cutler.
0: Oh my God. They oh, went. I out remember got that? Cutler. Oh, what came what out of retirement, retirement for that. Yeah. Were, yeah. Brock. That's right. Brock Osweiler. Oh yeah. Oh, former Brock. You know he's on yeah. TV now. I see Brock he's Osweiler.
2: Terrible. Terrible. He, he was so bad. The, Did he do
0: the USC game?
2: Yes. Yeah. He was yelling so, and I'm a yeller. Not anymore, but I was. He was yelling <laughs> so loud on yeah. the call. It was yeah. uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, he was really not. He's very bad on television. I agree not with you. Good. Not And he wasn't good in the NFL. Remember, he was the guy. I think he was drafted by the Broncos, I think. And he started yeah. for the Broncos for a little bit.
2: It was terrible. We're he was all, on the almost. cover of
0: Sports Illustrated that one year. He was like he was taking over the Broncos. Crazy. Yeah, we're almost done. Uh, Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen. Oh, okay. Right. The UCLA kids. UCLA. Yeah. Yeah. He was super uh, smart right.
1: and everybody yeah. hated him.
0: Fitzpatrick. Right. And Fitz Magic, right? Had
1: his time. We oh, talked about him earlier in the week. Tua, Jacoby Brissett, mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> Skyler Thompson. Wow. But
0: yeah. but they but they but it took think about it that seriously. Like it all started with how the, the the Packers went from Favre to Rogers, 30 years, two Super Bowls, two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. To illustrate the, the how hard it is, the Dolphins went from Dan Marino. What year did they say he retired? I said maybe nine. Yeah. Okay. So, 99 to 2023, 24 years. Um, it went from Marino to Tua, and and there were 12 quarterbacks, 15 quarterbacks in between to get to where the Dolphins are today, where they've got the highest powered offense in the NFL. So it is hard. It is hard to find.
1: It's you know, very and, hard
0: to find. It's and it, you know it's also hard. You could
1: do that exercise with a lot of teams too.
0: Well, think about the quarterbacks of the Chargers. I say it all, I mean, listen, you went from Drew Brees, Hall of Famer, to Phillip Rivers on the cusp of being a Hall of Famer into Justin Herbert, who has begun his career looking like a potential Hall of Famer. So you had three quarterbacks back to back to back, not like Brees had 10 years of great play for the Chargers. Brees was helping bring the Chargers up. Phillip Rivers took the Chargers to the next level, but then they, as an organization, they didn't do what the Packers did. Mm-hmm. and And the Chargers have had great quarterback play for the last 20 years, because breeze came in in 2001. So for the last 22 years, the chargers have had great quarterback play and have nothing to show for it. Whereas the dolphins, it's been 24 years and they've had Mm -hmm. terrible quarterback play and they have nothing to show for it.
1: Yep. Uh, it's even, it's even more impressive when you look at, uh, the Patriots because it was just one dude basically for that long,
0: you know, like one guy was there for so long. And then since then, uh, it's well, you know. I, I you know what I would just say one thing about about the uh Patriots. Organizationally, the Patriots had Drew Bledsoe and then they went into Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And I think that they had Parcells, which then there may have been somebody in between um Belichick, but I, I think wasn't it Pete Carroll? It, it might have been Pete. But I think that you know, having Drew Bledsoe and the Patriots did win a Super Bowl. Or no, no, no! They, they no. lost Super Bowl. They yes. lost to the Packers. Correct. They lost to the Packers Super Bowl that in far. New Orleans. Yeah, in 98, ninety-nine. They—that's the Super Bowl that Packers won. That's right. Mm-hmm. So they went from Drew Bledsoe into Tom Brady. So give give that Bledsoe thing some credit too. So the Patriots had a legitimate twenty-five years. I'm guessing. Well, yeah. no, no. Uh, uh, let's see. Bledsoe went into the NFL in the early nineties. Bledsoe's is like 92. So from 92 to 2000, call it 19. That's legit 30 years of yep. great quarterback play for the new England Patriots. And they got obviously a lot of hardware to show for it.
1: There you go. Damn. Yeah.
0: Crazy exercise. I don't know how this all, well, it all started because we were talking about the quarterback play last night. So apparently Peyton Manning and Eli Manning during the Manning cast is, uh, you say that it's killing Peyton Manning, is that right? It is
1: murdering him. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to say killing. I think it's more graphic. I think he's literally going to have a panic attack on air watching these quarterbacks play football. After watching Daniel Jones last week, he got to watch Jordan Love and Jimmy Garoppolo this week. Here is uh Jordan Love's first interception. <laughs> oh no,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, man. Another big play. Jordan, Another big play. Jordan needs some wa- needs some of that water right there.
0: He, I don't think he ever saw. So, so wait, why is, is Desmond is, Howard yeah. laughing?
1: <laughs> I think they were talking about bad quarterbacks, and then that happened, happened. right there. Did you see that? you see yeah. how great that was? To this who? Was perfect pass to the Raiders linebacker. Jesus. Trying tiny. to
2: explain that, by the way, on the Monday night broadcast, they were literally trying to break down as to why that possibly happened, and it yeah. still didn't make any sense.
1: And they're like, I guess he just didn't see him. I yeah. Mean, so that's, what, that's what Troy Aikman said. I'm pretty sure he just didn't see him. He looked him off, and he just yeah. never left.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, makes uh, sense, Troy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Stands to reason. If he did see him, then he's throwing that game. But right. that's a whole different thing.
0: Maybe and he was in Vegas, you know? Yeah. That, that was what the NFL was worried about.
1: A.K.A.
2: Hey. always bet on
1: yourself.
0: <laughs> Here's Jimmy Garoppolo's interception.
1: You
2: know. That's Buffalo oh, here I it is. LeBron, Jay, no, oh they're throwing, man, yeah,
1: They weren't to on the other side. I feel like the Manning cast should be on HBO or something. Because Payne Manning yeah. wants to cuss. So Payne Manning is ready to just cuss.
0: Yeah. But what doesn't he say to ESPN? Hey, look, Pat McAfee can curse. How come I can't curse? Put
1: me on ESPN Plus. Get me off TV. Because yeah. I'm ready to curse. Because if I gotta watch Dak Prescott next week after watching Daniel Jones and these two knuckleheads and now I got to go watch Dak Prescott. At least I got Justin Herbert, but on primetime you never know. Like Justin Herbert my He he'll, he'll you he'll Justin th- Herbert's he'll. got a broken left hand so you never know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't really know what Justin Herbert is going to be doing. Yeah, we don't. He might go, is, to,
2: uh, go with a boxing glove on this time. But <laughs> I I mean I said
1: it week 1 and my point is just getting proven the amount of bad quarterbacking and bad football that is out on our screens and how we still watch and we still don't care. We don't, bad, don't right. I mean, we don't care. Amazing. We
2: don't care. Amazing. Right. I mean, we don't care last night.
0: Yeah. Listen, um, it's kind of just the same for, for any sport. I mean, listen, how, how long were the Padres horrible this year? And people showed up game after game after game going, why can't these guys making $30 million a year hit? Yeah, you know, why-
1: horrible and horrible and horrible, but they were losing by like one run every freaking game. Right. It was, it was entertaining. Yeah. Their run differential was like through the roof because they, they would
0: crush teams and then lose by one. Well, were you entertained watching last night's Monday Night Football game? Or were you no. saying, this is no. such bad football, for all the wrong reasons. entertaining?
1: It's because I'm a pervert, and I like to see the Packer fans struggle. Like I'm, It wasn't entertaining for any real football reason. Oh, so it was just hate watching. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Listen, yeah. I was also low-key looking at the Raiders like, maybe they'll trade some of these guys off because I know they're broke. Oh, you want you want The Bears want will trade news? for Max Crosby. You want Wait. breaking news? Yeah, you guys. Yeah, let's have breaking news. Breaking New Browner called it yesterday. There might be an odd man out in L.A. Now that Cup and Puka are here, and that odd man out, he nailed it. Van Jefferson traded to the Atlanta mm. Falcons.
0: Hey, listen. They're that's are building a new roster. Rule. Well, now, check me on this. Somebody check me on this. Do the Atlanta Falcons have a wide receiver coach named Sean Jefferson, who's Van Jefferson's dad?
1: I thought he was with the Cardinals. I thought he, I thought was, he was with the Rams with? last year. He was with the Cardinals. I don't know where he's at now. Oh, okay. so wherever okay. he's at now, that's probably where okay. his son going.
0: Well, I don't know if that's true or not. I, I may, it sounds like I made the mistake of, of thinking he was in one place and he, that's not where he's at. But yeah, it makes sense. I mean, Van Jefferson to me is a, he, you know, how we're talking about all these quarterbacks who are early in their career and whether you're giving up on them or you think there's something there. Van mm-hmm. Jefferson's probably in his third year, maybe his fourth year in the NFL. And he's had some good games and he's had some, a couple of decent seasons, but he's also had some injuries along the way. And now, as you know, you kind of talked about this, when you have Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, um, who's two, a little two short? Tutu Atwell. Tutu Atwell. At well. And then Tyler you, Higby. Had, you had Van Jefferson. You have Tyler Higby. And then there's the other guy they like because he, he plays special teams too. Skaronic? Yeah. So Van Jefferson, that's. Sounds like a did, DJ. What did they get? Yeah, Skaronic. DJ <laughs> Skaronic. Uh, uh,
2: 2025
1: pick swap. So they got a sixth rounder instead of a sixth So they just team. got rid of him. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got rid of him. And, and his uh, father
1: is a coach, the wide receivers coach at the at the Panthers.
0: Panthers. Ah. Yeah. All right, got it. Okay. His dad, Sean Jefferson was a really good player in the NFL. Mm-hmm. He um he was a Central Florida guy when Central Florida was like in the lower levels like Division 1AA and uh had a really nice career with the Chargers. I'm not saying like he was some Hall of Famer or anything, but he was pretty good. People need to
2: pay attention to what the Falcons are doing. They're now a quarterback away from being very dangerous on offense. B. John Robinson is unbelievable. He is electric. B. John Robinson is one of the dudes that will have you watching the Falcons play offense because when he gets to – he's juked about three people this year, and I'm like, is that person hurt? Like, they fall so bad trying to tackle this dude because now they got him, they got Kyle Pitts, they got Drake London, and now if Van Jefferson pans out, you need a quarterback because the guy they got Desmond yeah, Ritter but, ain't it.
0: Yeah, but I, again, again, okay, Desmond Ritter's <laughs> in that same kind of category.
2: Well, let's a, get to it.
0: He's a second-year guy who had a really, really nice college career. He's older, though. I don't know how old he is.
2: I think he's like 25, 26. Desmond Ritter's older.
0: But he's still a second-year NFL quarterback. True. That's so I, I guess what I'm getting at is, do I really want to give he up on a like guy after 40, two years? But he's 24. <laughs> <laughs>
2: 24.
0: Do I want to give up on a guy who's 24, who's two years in, who had a monster college career? And you know what? We're just getting going. We're, we're putting more weapons around this guy. You know, Bijan John Robinson, to your point, did you see the catch he made the other day where he kind of caught the ball like almost behind, behind his back his and back. trapped it in his butt? But then he, he didn't running. even like go to grab it. He just one hand. Okay, here, Alex is going to show it to us. Look at this angle, dude. Like, wow, the overhead are, angle. What is yeah. happening? I mean, the way he's holding that ball. These, oh my God. He never They have a roof camera in
1: Atlanta. It's awesome. Wow.
0: It's he never moved stadium. the ball from his left hand until he scored the touchdown. Watch, watch his left hand. He catches the ball with his left hand and traps it between his hand and his butt and then has the ball in his left hand until he goes into the end zone. So, so
1: sometimes – it's okay to take a, a running back in the first round. <laughs> if, he <laughs> if he looks like that guy. Dude, yeah. and this
2: is what I was saying the entire time. People was like, you oh, did. you can't draft a running back this you high. Did. I'm like, you got to – this guy is different. Like, you got to take this guy. He's like Saquon good, but this guy's better than Saquon because he's got like this Barry Sanders like scat where he'll give you a little juke and dudes are – like their legs look like they're broken. I'm just yeah. blown away by how actual effective he was Immediately, like immediately, this dude was like crazy good.
1: Mm -hmm. He also has his own land of uh, Dijon mustard.
2: No, nice, smart. He does
1: Bijan's mustard. Really? Yeah.
2: Make the brand. Get the brand building. That's. I love watching that dude, man. I love watching that guy. He's fantastic. Oh my bad. It's called.
1: So his name is Bijan Robinson. Mm -hmm. His mustard is called Bijan Mustardson.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That awesome, that dude. awesome. So, it's, that. his name is Bijan Robinson. Yeah, it's called Mustardson. Dijon Mustard. Mustard,
1: Bijan Mustardson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's awesome. Is that like a new product since he got into the NFL, or is that something I'm, that's been going on? I'm not sure. I'm Can not you sure enlarge that. the picture on the right? I want to see, like, I can't great. really see the whole bottle. For those of you that are listening on radio and those of you that are listening on oh, audio okay. podcast, I always tell you guys come on over to the to the YouTube show. Oh my god.
2: That is fantastic. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like a touchdown in your mouth. Yeah, that's great. That's Oh so my
1: good. god. That's awesome. Awesome. I can't
0: actually I read wish the I, line underneath it says it's where it's made It's made in beef.
1: Austin, Texas. It's so, like okay. a touchdown in your mouth.
0: Yeah, oh, that's so brother. That. Right. I thought that was your own <laughs> thing. Yeah, you read it. Okay, uh, got yeah. it. Good so eyes down in your
1: mouth. Gourmet Dijon mustard made in Austin, Texas. Bijan Robinson's Bijon awesome. Mustardson, And uh, I have a, I have a very <laughs> hardcore friend. That's a hardcore Falcons fan. Mm-hmm. He has this mustard. He said, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay.
0: Do you guys mustard. use Dijon mustard at all? I mean, okay, I here, I'm going to put it yeah, out exactly. ready. Here's the deal. I make a bunch of hot dogs, a bunch of Hebrew nationals. I put them out on the, put them out for you. There's nice buns, soft buns. I got French's yellow mustard. I got Goulden's spicy mustard, and I've got Grey Poupon.
1: Oh, that's the one I hate. Grey Poupon,
0: which is I like a hate Grey Poupon, which is the Dijon mustard, right? It's so disgusting, mm-hmm. right? So okay, so you got French's yellow, you got Goulden's spicy, and you got Grey Poupon with whatever that's called.
2: I think I got three different kind of mustards right now. I have regular yeah. yellow mustard. I have uh, Dijon mustard, but not not Bijon mustard. Uh, and I and I got a, another kind too.
1: I always I not used to be to honest like... with you guys. I, I I I got a fourth option you for stuff. you. Okay, jalapeno mustard, dude. That's, where jalapeno it's mustard. Don't know it. Jalapeno mustard, so bomb. Really? So bomb. Yeah. And everybody, like, I don't, you don't really need like a specific brand, you know, like a Dietz and Watson or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just jalapeno mustard.
0: Dude, I, I used to like, um, dijonaise which was a combo of mustard and mayo, mm-hmm. you know, cause it was kind of creamy. Yeah. I got into, I got into Dijon mustard, which I never really liked Ray Poupon, but I got into Dijon mustard when I was, um, when I was trying to cut carbs. <laughs> so <laughs> I would take, I would take like, uh, I like, make like a chicken salad or a tuna salad, but instead of mayonnaise, I'd use Dijon mustard. Mm-hmm. Because there's a creaminess to it. Mm-hmm. it sounds kind of good right about now. Oh, what does Browner have here? What Browner's got, let's see. So here. I
2: got Market Pantry knockoff, Dijon mustard.
0: Mm-hmm. Shout mm-hmm.
1: out.
2: Mm-hmm. But this, this is my favorite.
1: Honey mustard.
0: Oh, honey I like mustard. honey mustard. I like honey mustard. Bomb, really. dude. Yeah, honey mustard. So good, good on sandwiches,
1: man. Yeah. 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 Honey mustard's really good. I only mess with the Dijon if I got like a like a pretzel or a sausage. I don't I don't put it on anything else, like burgers or stuff like that. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Just pretzel or sausage.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh taking a turn. Didn't know that we were going in this direction. Set out to B- The whole John show has been a turn. We may never yeah. get back. I know the whole show is a turn today. It is a turn. Welcome to Tuesday. Anybody yeah, else right. got
1: any cool like products that go that rhymes off their name? Because might as well talk about it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Bijan Mustardson. That is really funny and smart. That's bomb. Does, that's such a you know, good name. Does Cooper Cup have an endorsement deal with Red
1: Solo Cup or something? Oh, like, that's a funny idea. Cooper Cups found- Cups yeah or That's cooper's cups puka nakua shells
2: yeah
0: we can do this like all it. Th-
2: all day all day
0: puka nakua shells yeah really like like well do you Nailed have any it. shells laying around i mean you got two mustards laying around you got any shells laying around like are you in the market for any good shells you need any
2: uh like does justin fields have cheese. his own
0: like this turf justin company fields have his own brand of apple turnovers why I'm, oh, oh, I can't believe you got me. Because I was going to go with, with, does Justin Fields have a line of cookies? Like, like his mom, Mrs. Like Fields. Mrs. Fields.
1: <laughs> uh, dude. By the way, I was having a conversation on Sunday. You remember Donovan McNabb's chunky soup commercial? Yeah. Yeah. Was there like a? Did I not know that that wasn't his real mom this whole oh, time? I,
0: I thought that was his real mom. I didn't know that. Like that is was, his real
1: mom. I think it started off with not his real mom.
0: And people were like, that's not your mom. She became his real mom?
1: And then they had to like actually go hire his mom like, right? because people called him out like, hey, that's not your right. mom.
0: You may be right.
2: Now it's a thing. All the chunky people, they use the yeah, moms.
0: Their moms, the real moms. Like yeah. I think Terrell Davis had his mom in a commercial yeah. a long time ago. Yeah. All right, stick around. Listen, hey, um, I want to just make a quick mention here. Uh, shout out to our sponsor. Yeah. Shout out to our sponsor and our partner, BetUS, BetUS.com, 1-800-MY-BETUS. Uh, Alex told me the other day he had a couple of new friends that just joined in. I got a message today from one of our great friends on Twitter that he just won a bet that he really liked. There's a lot of our listeners using BetUS right now. one 800 MyBetUS BetUS.com to set up your account and uh, and support our sponsors. These guys have been in business 30 years. They've been with us too. Uh, stick around, everybody. I mentioned DeMar Hamlin's name. Why? Why would I mention his name today? I'll tell you coming back. All right, guys. Hey, a little halftime update here, a little timeout action. So um, super stoked, obviously, that everybody's here and we're getting into the latter part of the year and then it's going to be holidays time and then we're going to start all over again. I only mentioned that because I see Seven Mile Casino over my shoulder and it reminds me, see, there's the Seven Mile screen and then there's the Seven Mile static sign. I got to get the static sign to match the screen because I just got the new logos. So uh love working with this company, though. Seven Mile Casino. What I love about it is, is that when you go there, here's what you get a smoke-free environment where you can play blackjack, poker, and other table games. They've got f- TVs everywhere so you can watch all the football games. And they've got the chef of the year in Sammy's Restaurant and Bar and the best brunch in South County, according to San Diego Magazine readers. So you got a great spot for food and drink. You've got an amazing place to play cards and all the table games you love. And you got all the games on. And by the way, here's the other thing. Seven minutes south of downtown San Diego, great location, easy right off the freeway all good at seven mile casino, seven mile Any problems with gambling? You call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, uh, in the area, you should also check out another great friend sponsor and that is, uh, Torrey Holistics and California Holistics. Now, California Holistics is down in Chula Vista. You can't miss it by the way. It's in its own, um, like shopping center and it's got a big blue standalone building and it's like, you know, all the big stores that you would know, you'd be like, Oh, cool. California Holistics right here. It's got its own parking spaces. So um, you can get in beautiful shop and talk to the bud tenders because they will help you understand and navigate brands and products. Same goes for Tory Holistics right now. Uh, Tory Holistics is right off the freeway. It's in Sorrento Valley. It is very easy to get to. Uh, I know some people have found that, you know, like I told you a story about this lady huffing and puppy. I couldn't find this place. And I was like, lady, chill out and use my 20% discount. Amazing. That's how you get the 20%. So if you're at Torrey Holistics or California Holistics, if you want to order for delivery, use the promo code when checking out. Amazing. You save 20% when spending $75 or more. Also want to give a quick shout out to my guy, Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty Services. It is a complicated time in the home buying industry. And who knows now with what's going on in the world. I see the stock market has been up. The NASDAQ has been up. But what does that all mean? How long is, you know, are are economic conditions the way they are going to last? What does the Middle East have to do with all of this? I, I don't know, man. But what I do know is, is that when it comes to buying a house or selling a house, uh, Gary Cooper's an expert. Been with us over 20 years. Alex, didn't you say that their 20 year anniversary is coming up? October as maybe 20th. Was, October 20th, 10 days from today. You've been with us the whole time. He really has through highs and lows, through good and bad. And now is not exactly the greatest time to be advertising as a realtor. But guess what? Um, it, there are going to be people out there, maybe fewer, but there are going to be people out there that need them. And you're going to call them 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299. Back to the show. All right. Great friends. What's happening today is Tuesday is October 10th. This is Kaplan and crew with Bronde and the Brown man. And we are coming to you from the seven mile casino studio, seven mile com. Um, I mentioned before the break, the name DeMar Hamlin. And I don't know if you guys probably wondering why, why are talking about DeMar Hamlin? This is a kid from the Buffalo bills last year that, uh, essentially died on the field and they had to, uh, shock his heart back into beating and, um, and he's become this great inspirational guy for, uh, for, you know, thousands of people all around the world. And I don't know, I'm not watching the Buffalo bills close enough to know is DeMar Hamlin doing well. I know he's been in uniform. I know it was kind of a story a few weeks ago that he was back to the active roster. They lost this past week to Jacksonville. Anybody know anything about DeMar Hamlin's comeback to the NFL?
1: Uh, I know he's playing, kind of.
0: Yeah, me too. Like, I'm not, I also don't really know. So then why am I bringing up DeMar Hamlin's name? Here it it comes. So, uh, story from my real life, okay, that I haven't discussed yet. I will, I think I'm ready to today. You are Uh, DeMar Hamlin? I'm not. Stand by, though. So, um, because I know there was a lot of talk that DeMar Hamlin wasn't really him, right? So maybe it was me, right? I am wearing my my Pitt Panthers t-shirt today. Right. Hey, I, I got this T-shirt in the in the bookstore on the university's campus. And I was like, oh, wow, it's a nice T-shirt. Only twelve dollars. Why so cheap? Now I realize when I put it on, like the logo is like half crooked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Are you sure like, your body's not half yeah. crooked? No, sure they must sure? have had like a yeah. like a thing where they're like, hey, we screwed up all these T-shirts. So what people will put, buy them on, them. Right, put them on right. sale. Right. You put them on Selectors sale items in the bookstore for twelve bucks. Some guy will come in and buy a bunch of them. That was me. Yeah, I went
1: to the USC game and I went to the bookstores. I wanted to buy a hat, mm-hmm. and there was this really dope all black shirt, and it was this little thing on the just right here. It's just this size of, of like the peace sign or the fight mm-hmm. on. And yeah. That was it. And I was like, oh, I'll get this shirt. Like seventy five dollars because it was Lululemon. Nah, oh, yeah. nah, and I was like, get out of here, nah, take nah, that fam. back. Anyway, no way,
0: sorry. Yeah. no chance. By the way, you're wearing your San Diego State gear, and San Diego State had the week off last week. I'm curious, who do they play coming up?
1: If they play football this weekend, Scott. Okay, great. That means you don't know either. Right. Haven't mm-hmm. looked
0: because because after four straight losses. Yeah. After four straight losses, we've kind of all lost our interest in San Diego State I'm football. Assuming side. Nevada, Hawaii on Saturday. You know, no, no they're, they're in Hawaii. Hawaii.
1: They're in Hawaii. They're in Hawaii. Really? Yes.
0: Oh, I just said that. Like I just yeah, figured are, it was like one of those kinds of schools. In Hawaii. Okay. A winnable game, I suppose. I suppose. Lost four straight. Uh anyway, back to DeMar Hamlin. We're back so So, um, so this past weekend, I, uh, my son was playing in this football game, right? He's playing in this college football game. And, um, my father and I, we always watch the game, not together. Like we, we both are watching on our phone, but we're texting along the way in the game. Like, God, these coaches are terrible. Or, you know, man, that kid sucks. (laughs) Like, why do we always get down 28 points? And then we finally let the offense loose and the quarterback throws for 500 yards and he's leading the country, but we keep losing games. We are just typical fans right back and forth. And uh, so this past weekend, my son's playing in this game and um, we get out to a big lead and um, my son winds up kicking uh, two field goals in the game, two for two. And uh, wound up being named Mountain East Conference Special Teams Player of the Week. I was really happy for him. He had no idea. I I texted him. I'm like, "Hey, player of the week, congrats!" He's like, "What are you talking about?" They put it out on social media. They didn't call. him. Go, hey, congratulations! <laughs> yeah, you know, he found out from yeah. me. I found Maybe out like on an Instagram. Applebee's gift card or something. Something hook a brother yeah. up, man. Yeah. I mean, give me an appetizer. You know, yeah. <laughs> margarita.
2: Yeah. Hey, they got him back. They're back. Uh, dollar, dollar margaritas for, at Applebee's. Dollar, yeah, dollaritas yeah. are back, boy. I yeah. saw the commercial. Uh.
1: I'm seeing people on the
0: floor leaving Applebee's on TikTok. (laughs) 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 I don't even know. Where's the Applebee's? I think the only Applebee's that I can think of (laughs) is on Miramesa Boulevard next to the, uh, there's an In-N-Out burger right at the corner of like the 15 in Miramesa Boulevard. There's an Applebee's there. I I know of one
1: off of uh, Balboa, uh, Balboa and the 805. There's one right off there. Oh, at really? least there was one off there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, um, I haven't been to that Applebee's over in Mira Mesa, like Scripps Ranch area in probably 20 plus years. But when we first moved to San Diego, there was an Applebee's in my uh, ex-wife's hometown. And we used to go to that Applebee's all the time. <laughs> There's yeah. nothing going on in that town.
1: <laughs> I tried to work at Applebee's when I was 14 years old. They wouldn't accept my application. They said I was too young.
0: Yeah. Why'd yeah. you want to work there?
1: I uh, just, I had a cousin that worked there and he's like, yeah, I'll get you a job. Then. They're just like, no, come back when you're 15. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotcha.
0: So, um, so Applebee's has $1 margaritas. Mm -hmm. Wow. Boy, what kind of of tequila must they be using in that thing?
1: Who cares? Does the job. If you're drinking dollar margaritas, you're there for a reason. You're not there for the flavor of the margarita.
0: (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) That's really funny. That's
1: like plastic plastic jug tequila.
0: Who cares? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah.
1: It's a dollar, bro.
0: Yeah. So, um, so anyway, back to the original part of the story, DeMar Hamlin. So, um, so this weekend, so I'm watching my son's college football game and I'm texting with my father and I'm like, what, the, you're not texting back to me. You're not what the hell's going on? You know, cause usually we're really quick about these games, you know, we're back and forth and we're talking about the game during the game, not talking. So I'm like, okay, I think he had a pickleball tournament this weekend. So maybe he's just not with his phone. Maybe he's, he's playing pickleball. So my mother calls me, right? And she goes, your father's in the hospital. And I'm like, what's going on? Well, we don't know exactly. So here's here's the story this is why it's related to DeMar Hamlin. My father's playing pickleball. He out there playing pickleball. Of course, he tells me, he goes, we won the first game. He goes, then he goes, I go to sit down. He goes, I'm just not feeling right. Something just doesn't feel good. Middle of the game. I put my hand on the net. I'm like, hold on a second. I need a second. I must be dehydrated. Um, they take him over to the side feed him some Gatorade water. He's like, okay, let's play, get back out on the court, play more. He gets done. He's like, I'm telling you something's wrong. Something doesn't feel right. So like, well, we're going to call an ambulance because these are all people in their mid seventies in Florida. You know what I mean? If you don't feel good, you're like ambulance, hurry Mm -hmm. up, get an ambulance. Mm -hmm. They take my father in a car. My father said, I'm not waiting for an ambulance. Let's go. They drive my father to the hospital. He goes into the emergency room. And this is the story my father tells me. He's completely conscious. He has a little bit of like pain in his chest, you know, but he gets like, I don't know, his blood pressure taken and the nurse starts calling for the doctor because I guess either his blood pressure or his heart rate is like blasting through the roof, yeah. you know, they come in This again, this is the way my father tells the story, at least the way I received the story. They come in like, get me the paddles. They oh, no. freak dude. Like DeMar Hamlin got paddled on the field because his heart stopped, dude. They paddled my father on the spot right there. Consciously. On the spot, totally conscious. Paddled the man.
1: So he was alive while being not alive.
0: Dude, he was alive, but apparently um, only one of his four heart ventricles. I, dude, I don't know all the arteries? medical terminology. I, no, not arteries. There's like four Aorres? chambers. Okay. There's like four chambers in the heart. And and um, one of them was working and the other three were not. And, um, I'm trying to figure out the name of what, what this was called. And so, um, it's called ventricular tachycardia. I don't know if I'm saying it right. So I guess only one of the four valves or one of the four quadrants of the heart is working and it's like huffing and puffing for air or something. And they're like, they told my father who, by the way, is in really good shape for a guy, 75 years old, What's works every it, day. um, ventricular, Um, ventricular here's how I have it spelled T-A-C-H-Y tachy, and then cardia C-A-R-D-I-A ventricular tachycardia the doctors told my father dude if you would have gone home like hey I don't feel good I need to go home if you would have gone home you're a dead man oh dead D-O-A on arrival Jack
2: I got, to I got, I just, I just text uh, somebody who works in the, uh, heart surgery department. They'll be able to help us out with a little bit of a better explanation.
1: Okay. Ventricular tachycardia is according to Google pronunciation.
0: Yeah. And what is, what does it say? It is. Oh, I don't know. I was just trying oh. to get the pronunciation. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, anyway, so here's what happens. So they, a they fast in-
1: abnormal heart rhythm. It starts in your heart's lower chambers called the ventricles, uh, VT is defined as three or more heartbeats in a row at a rate of more than 100 beats a minute. So his if heart last for more than a few seconds at a time, it could become life threatening.
0: Yeah. So that's oh. what was happening. That's that's what was happening to him. He was going so he's he's having like his heart's going crazy, right? Because the other three chambers apparently aren't working. Now, why is this from what I've been told by my father, who's been told by the four cardiologists that keep coming in and out of the room? Some sort of like electrical. And I when you say electrical, I'm like, you mean you plug it in like a vacuum? What are we talking about here? Electrical. You know, uh, what do I got to go outside to the box and reset the, the, the thing? Apparently, the electrical part of the heart, whatever that really means, like kind of shut down for whatever reason. And again, my father keeps telling me, dude, this could happen to anybody at any time. He goes, this is not heart disease. It was not a heart attack, according to the doctors. It was this VT. Mm-hmm. and so then what they had to do was they had to get the paddles you bring the paddles thump and they had to paddle him right there on the spot while did he's hurt? awake i don't Does know hurt? i don't know i don't know if it hurt mm. i should ask him did it hurt if paddles, he's
2: awake should ask him if it hurt he yeah got
0: electrocuted in his heart i guess let me ask him real quick Oof. i know so Oof. anyway so um so now my man's been sitting in the hospital since saturday afternoon Until they finally kind of did all the tests and everything else. They told my father, this is according to my father. Again, I have to make sure I preface everything. This is according to my father. They told him, you're 75 years old. Your heart could go another 75 years. That's how good your heart looks. So this is not like heart disease or heart attack or Mm -hmm. clogged arteries or anything like that. It was an electrical malfunction of the heart that could have happened to anybody. Did he take a pickleball to the heart or something? Like I don't like, Was I don't there know. a
1: direct contact? You know, because they, you know, DeMar Hamlin was triggered by physical blunt contact. Did that happen to your dad? Good, was there any chest? Blessing. Was there any like Did he pressure fall? on the heart? Did he fall? Hmm. You know, was it was it clearly just a short circuit of his
0: electrical heart equipment? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. know. I don't know. So so here's what they're doing. You ready for this now? Now, tomorrow, today's Tuesday, tomorrow morning, they're doing surgery on him. I said, what kind of surgery are they doing? He said, because here's here's the, the issue. This is what the doctor told him. The doctor said, if you were my father, I would tell my father to have this surgery. Mm-hmm. You can go back to life. You can go back to playing pickleball. You can go back to doing anything you want to tomorrow. Because this was a an electrical event. It was an occurrence. It, it, it was a surge. It, for whatever reason, <laughs> right? Yeah you go back tomorrow if you want he was but if you were my father i'd have the surgery so they're they're installing you ready for this what's called jumper cables sort of kind of (laughs) what's called a defibrillator Mm -hmm. in his heart i guess or in his chest or something i don't know and if this were to ever happen again the the device that's installed in the body Mm -hmm. this would shock the heart right back to its proper beat so question Hmm.
1: is it automatic or does he have a button of some sort Ooh, nice question because like a car alarm on the pickleball court could he use this as a sort of a performance enhancement thing You get down a couple points you hit the car alarm yeah
0: i'm a little tired right now yeah like you know what i'm facetiming my father right now okay I'm this show here. this show today just, has gone off you the rails just send so what, him the link what does it matter? yeah really yeah. <laughs> i know i should put him on i should get him from the hospital bed i don't know what he's doing mm-hmm. right now he ain't getting back to me that's for sure he's not answering the phone is he no uh...
1: oh, you said tomorrow i was like is he under the knife yeah. right now is no, it under a knife kind of thing or is it I over the chest
0: like, i feel like it's not like a rip you open kind of surgery
1: well it's not open heart surgery oh but... wait a second
0: here he is hey dad Wait, he can't hear me. I can't see him. I don't know what what is that? I can't see him. What is that all about?
1: He probably doesn't have enough service inside the oh, hospital. Yeah. yeah. They probably oh, don't right. allow Wi-Fi cuz the heart electric electric Interrupted. So they, Right. Know, right. Do something. The, right. Yeah. Might yeah. do something. He can't even talk on a cell phone no more. Right. Mm. No more FaceTime with pop. At least he doesn't need a charger anymore. He just goes like this. You know? Lay on his chest. Yeah. yeah. That's a good I don't mean <laughs> to make jokes, but that's how I deal with uh
0: with when I'm scared.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wait a
0: second let me try and call this guy let me see if, if calling him would be better i like all your questions hold on a second here hello hey uh you're on the air with alex and with with browner hey what's going on um alex what you, kind of sir? question what kind of questions you have for my father
1: number one question yeah are you okay how you are feeling? you okay
0: they want to know if you're okay i'm okay all right and they want to know you know how when demar hamlin had the same situation yeah. How he kind of got hit in the chest? Yeah. Was there did anything, you take a pickleball to the chest? Did you take a pickleball to the sternum? I did not take a pickleball to the sternum. Okay. Is there Was there any blunt force to the area?
3: Mm, blunt force to the
2: area?
0: No. Okay.
2: I have a question. No. Wait, hold
0: on. Browner's got a question. Go ahead, Brown. Did this,
2: did this occur during any late night activities?
0: Did this occur originally during any late night activities? You know what I mean. He knows not re- late nights. No, no, not late the pickleball game. During the pickleball game. All right. Okay. So you see that Brown? No, not not mm-hmm. late night. During pickleball. Okay. okay. Um
1: is the procedure is he having like open heart or is yeah. it being installed over skin?
0: The guys want to know the, the procedure tomorrow? Is that um is that kind of like what you might call like a less invasive, or is this like a full blown crack you open and, and you know go inside? No, less invasive. Less invasive. Okay.
1: Is, is this a crack me open? All right. The, the the device being installed. It's a
0: defibrillator. A defibrillator. All right. Is a
1: defibrillator manual or automatic? In case this happens again.
0: Yeah. Uh, it, it'll regulate my heartbeat. Is the defibrillator automatic? Does it do it automatically, or do you have to push a button? No, it does it automatically. It's it's automatically programmed.
1: All right. Is there a way to have a button to enhance his skills? You know, is
0: is there a way to have a button to use to enhance your heart so that it's a performance enhancing? Uh, device for your pickleball games
1: no but it's monitored by the doctor and the doctor's office actually
0: okay so he could probably it has it wi-fi it has wi-fi yeah, but yeah. you know
2: what
1: it's like what? they adjust it
3: with a laptop computer
0: okay so you need good wi-fi yeah yeah no
1: does he feel really. does he <laughs> feel comfortable yeah. not being like the Can operator of that
0: does he, <laughs> he have a password <laughs> Do you do you have a password? Do you have a password we need to remember for the defibrillator? No,
2: no, no
3: password. No.
0: Are we I, are I, we dicks for calling you on the air yeah. and and talking to you about this like as if it's not serious? Not really.
3: Not really. <laughs> kind of, but not really. I'm, I'm laying here like a piece of garbage.
0: Yeah. Well, they keep poking me,
3: prodding me. They keep doing tests. Right,
0: and they keep giving them pills to chill them out. Mm. yeah the guy's yelling
3: at me now he's
2: doing a cardiograph get off
0: the phone alright goodbye go back to work go, go, go back. goodbye alright there you have it
2: those are, very, and those are very well answered and asked questions this was very in depth because a lot of people don't know a lot about heart procedures mm-hmm. to know that he doesn't need a remote to know that it, it has Wi-Fi and it doesn't require a password
0: all important welcome. stuff all important data Southern, points.
1: You're welcome, Southern California.
0: Right. All important data points, to that's be sure. The, I mean,
1: first of all, A, I'm glad your dad's good. Because mm-hmm. anytime you talk about you know anybody with heart, but then someone his age with heart, you never know, right? So mm-hmm. that's good to hear that he's good. And, and hopefully it never happens again. Hopefully he does live for another 75 years.
0: Well, that's what I told him. I'm like, you know, stop feeling like, you know, so bad about all this and start thinking to yourself, A, thank goodness you were able to recognize that you weren't right and that you were able to get yourself to the hospital. Secondly, um, thank goodness you got good people around you, good doctors around you, you know? Um, and third, whatever it is that they're going to do, um, whatever it is that they're going to do today or tomorrow, rather, um, think to yourself, that's probably just extended my life. You know? I mean, if, if the doctor said to me, Hey, if you were my dad, that's what I would do. Then I think that's what you do.
1: uh yeah how long is the recovery is it like it because it's not invasive but he's still in the hospital right still surgery
0: um he said for it'll take a month and he'll have to do cardiac rehab but he says it's all the exercises that i I think my
1: grandma got this installed too like three months ago i genuinely believe it's i'll ask my mom uh but my grandma she's the opposite of your dad like my grandma is the healthiest 85 year old person on this planet she is the healthiest Yeah. She is the healthiest, but she acts as if she's dying every day. Okay. But yet she's cleaning the house every day. She's cooking every day. She's like calling her grandchildren every day. Like, but then you go visit her. Oh, I'm dying, you know, little by little. (laughs) Yes. So it's just one of the,
0: but I think she got that installed. That sounds familiar. Okay. Very good. Well, um, boy, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm happy that, uh, the man is all right. You know, cause, uh, when I was up there on Saturday, I was up in Boise and it was like, my daughter said to me, do we need to hurry up and leave and go to Florida? I'm like, um, I don't know, but I don't think so. Gosh, I hope not. But then on the other hand, people are like, are you going to go to Florida? Your dad's having surgery tomorrow. I'm like, um, gosh, I feel like, I don't know. Should I go? Do I need to go?
1: I think that's the first question I asked you.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll go down there next week. If I can, maybe I'll go down there. I'll do the shows from down in Florida, Boca del Vista, I mean, Phase Four. Some, sometimes when you from do that from the pickleball court, the crime, oh, the scene of the crime. Wow, right. <laughs> <Does it laughs> happening right here, boys. Or, dude, yeah. how about this? How about this? Um, because East Coast time, you know, the time would be later in the day from when we do the show. Um, I could be sitting poolside with all the yentas that are doing uh, that are doing water aerobics. Wow, that's hot.
1: That would be awesome. That's hot. Maybe you could lead the class, and then we live stream that for a segment. That's hot too. Like you don't lead it. Like you join them in the pool, oh, and we live commentate. Very hot. Very
0: hot. Yeah. Hey, Browner. Speaking yes, of my hot, my grandma
2: did have this. Have a this show goes in weird stuff. directions sometimes. It does
0: today's yeah. a, today's a weird day? Today's a very. Mm-hmm. Today's it's been a while.
1: Day. I got a I got a message uh, yesterday uh, from peop- cousin Nancy. Mm-hmm. She you said, "So glad to not see Padres in the show title today. Now I will tune in." <laughs> oh,
0: good. Yeah, good. How yeah. about how about how about today's Thanks show them, title? Not us. How about today's show title? Scott's dad has a Damar Hamlin. That nah, doesn't sound right. That sounds no, no. That Scott's sounds, dad
1: has heart attack.
0: Oh, that's not good. That's too clicky. That's I too know, clicky. But it's clicky.
1: That's I know, but, I
0: clicky. but he didn't have a heart attack.
1: Okay, you don't feel comfortable doing that either. No. Scott's dad short. It's a re- Scott's dad's remote. heart short circuits. Yes. Yeah. What happens right. next?
0: <laughs> right. All right. Stick around, everybody. We're in the 7 Mile Casino studio, 7 Had a show planned, kind of turned into this. That's okay. What comes next? I don't know. Let's find out together. Stick around. Hey, great friends. Today's show has taken a very bizarre set of turns but I'm going to try and get us back on track here. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown man. We're coming to you from the seven mile casino studios, SevenMileCasino.com. I say, I want to get us back on track. Look, um, I want to talk about the Dodgers for a quick second here. We started off talking about the Raiders and the Packers and last night's Monday night football game. And that's obviously old news by now. Um, But I haven't really talked about the Dodgers yet today. I'll start off by saying this. If you are a Padres fan, Are you watching this series? Are you like hate watching because you hate the Dodgers and you want to see them fall flat on their face? Because if that's what you want, that's what you got. I mean, it's been two games at home in L.A. with monster crowds against what you might look at, certainly by regular season standards, as an inferior organization, the Arizona Diamondbacks and Arizona has beat the snot out of the Dodgers. And Mm. it's not just because the Dodgers don't have a lot of arms. It's because their biggest superstars have not come up with timely hits. I mean, last night, Freddie Freeman struck out looking with the bases loaded um, and the crowd vibing and buzzing and thinking that a comeback's right around the corner. Mookie Betts has not performed up to his regular season standards. You know how bad Clayton Kershaw was in game one. He only got one out, one out. And then last night, Bobby Miller, who was their best young pitcher, who, who had to step up because Bueller was hurt this year. And May was hurt this year. And Gonsolin was hurt this year. And Uria screwed over the entire team. Although nobody really wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to talk about that. That's okay. Man, I'm telling you right what now. What is
1: there to talk about?
0: Well, all I'm saying is, is that a lot of people feel like, you know what? I just don't want to touch that story. You know, okay. and it's just and it's like for a variety of reasons, but neither here nor there. Bobby Miller stepped up huge for them this year, and they put him out there for game two. And he blew up not quite as bad as Clayton Kershaw, but it was bad because by the time I turned on the game, it was already three nothing. And I don't think we were still in the first inning. You look at what Clayton Kershaw did in game one and what Bobby Miller did in game two or what these guys did not do. It's like historically, statistically, maybe the worst two pitching performances to start a playoff series in the history of baseball. And I don't mean to make uh, make it more than it is, but seriously, that's how historically bad it is. Alex, take us through the numbers of these first two guys.
1: Uh, combined, two innings pitched, ten hits allowed, nine runs allowed, one strikeout, three walks, two losses.
2: Let me just say this, because mm. this is the part about this that I enjoy the most. When we spend all year patting the Dodgers on the back for being better than the Padres, because their general manager can go and find diamonds in the rough, or they can add guys to the roster that 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 clicks with the locker room or clicks with the organization and the Dodger way and things just fit and, and et cetera, et cetera. And then they choke. And then you get performances like this. These guys come back to reality. Not necessarily Clayton Kershaw because he's a Hall of Famer and deserves all the accolades that he has. He He's earned them. He's a magnificent pitcher. He's been the face of the Dodgers for more than a decade, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm excluding him. But these other guys, these other guys who've been on that roster hitting below 250, as I like to say all the time. These people on that roster that were, you know, being gutsy and and, and, and coming through. Where they at? The lights got bright. The moment got big. Things got real. You're not 28 games ahead no more. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. It's nothing. Nothing. The rubber's on I the got road to, now. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't I gotta, I don't I gotta really tell see you brother, like that.
1: I gotta tell you, brother, I'd much rather have the Dodgers problems than whatever the Padres problems are. Yeah, I don't really I'd rather problem. take I'd rather take 12 division titles and choke in the playoffs over never making it. I never. just
0: don't see it quite the same way, Brown. I see it more yeah, like yeah. this. I the mean, exits, look, the exit. but they had they had a historically terrible pitching performance by Clayton Kershaw. I mean, here's your like you say, your face of your organization. Right. A I do no beef with him. Hall I of got famer. no beef with him. No, no, but what I'm getting at is, is that he couldn't make it through the first inning. So, you know, you, you've already started three, four, five runs in the hole. And then last night for Bobby Miller, very much the same thing. When your starting pitcher can't give you five, just five. I mean, Alex, you documented it yesterday. Kershaw in August and September He was really good. His record was good. The Dodgers won a bunch of games when he pitched, but he only pitched on Saturdays and he only pitched five innings. So the ERA looked good. The win loss record looked good. Everything kind of looked good statistically. Yeah. But, but I will be honest. I was, my eyes weren't on it. I wasn't watching Clayton Kershaw to know whether he was hitting spots or his velocity had gone down. I wasn't watching it that closely. I just looked at the numbers. And the numbers said Clayton Kershaw should be able to get you through five innings. But that didn't happen. And then Bobby Miller, you thought, hey, young kid, gonna be amped up, gonna be excited, but he's gonna give you four, five, six innings, mm-hmm. gives you less than two. So, Brown, I know what you're saying about how like these guys haven't, you know, they haven't really performed like Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts is a star, and Correct. during the regular season, he has MVP caliber numbers. And between last year in the postseason and where we are thus far, two games in, he's really done very little. See, but oh, he did this know. though.
1: He has a podcast on Yahoo Sports, mm-hmm. and he a very had big Cor- one by the way. He had Corbin Carroll on, Corbin Carroll, center fielder of the Arizona Diamondbacks. He had mm-hmm. him on recently, mm-hmm. and told him this to his face: "We balling in L.A. You're gonna have to come through us. You know, we're gonna have some battles. We ain't gonna make it easy. So you're gonna have to come ball." Well, they're balling. <laughs> I just,
2: I, I just. W- what I was saying was, I wasn't, I wasn't going after Mookie Betts. I'm not going after Kirk, Clayton Kershaw. I'm not going after Big Crybaby himself, Freddie Freeman. I'm not going after those two because those were signings that any team would have made. Those are guys any team would have gone after. I'm talking about the Jason Hayward, of Carl, uh, the Jason Hayward's of the world, where there are a lot where the Dodgers front office was allotted for going and getting these guys that succeeded under them. These these guys who. Didn't work in other places, they come to the Dodgers, they're effective, but now you're in the postseason and it's ineffective. So, I just don't agree, gonna, if, man. If, if I just don't
0: agree. You're giving up your starting pitchers, can't get through two innings
2: again. You the Dodgers had had struggles keeping pitchers healthy all year, it's been mm-hmm. their offense that has driven their success mm-hmm. to, a, to a greater degree.
1: Mm-hmm. But the now, pitching did give up the third fewest runs in the National League. It's not like the pitching blew up. They were injured, yeah. but their pitching still performed very well. The you, you had the pitching. Look at their record. Right, right. well, because their offense didn't show up all year.
2: And these right. are the same people who were hitting 250 that were getting timely hits then, and none of them are getting hits now. That's my point. But this is why we gave the Dodgers all this credit for yeah. fighting these guys. But
1: – my, yeah. i mean you're still thing. gonna get credit from me for winning 100 games like i mean that's just that's just a fact what but happens I, in the postseason i mean dude like that's a whole other issue like th- when we were arguing during the regular season it wasn't about postseason success it was about getting to the postseason becoming a perennial winner becoming consistently a postseason team that's what we were arguing about like if you want to argue about the Dodgers postseason yeah, I can't, I have no idea why they stink so bad in the postseason. I have no idea why they don't come through in the postseason. And who's to say that they're not going to win three in a row? I don't know. No one.
2: They could. They have the they ability could. to do so. Right. I will tell you this, and I said this to Alex during the break. If they get swept, and they get swept, and people are calling for changes, you can all but guarantee they get Otani. You can all but guarantee it. That The, the check size won't matter. Because you're going to have to clean this mess up. And the best way to do that is to bring in the biggest, shiniest toy because it works here. You know it'll what? It works everywhere.
0: It's funny you say that, though, because, like, if I were the Dodgers and I were looking at Otani and let's just say the number, let's just play with argument, you know, for an argument, say $50 million a year. And let's say he was looking for a, you know, five-year, you know, $250 million contract. Um, I'd be like, okay, well, he can hit for us next year. He can hit for it. But, but the following year we expect him to pitch. And that's just kind of being hopeful because we can't really, really guarantee that he'll ever come back and be the pitcher that he was. And even if he is the pitcher that he was, how long do we really have for him to be that great of a pitcher? Correct. But but it is interesting to think that Arizona last year, excuse me, the Padres last year beat the Dodgers and knock them out. And the Diamondbacks have them on the ropes, beating them two straight games At at home in L.A. with that crowd that's um, that's pretty impressive by Arizona. And that is yeah. really, really under-impressive, underwhelming, and bad by the yeah. Dodgers.
1: I, and listen, I, I know Browner said if they swept, they're going to get Otani. But regardless, if they just lose this series, there's going to be changes. Yeah, A lot of changes.
0: Well, you know, interestingly... Because they're a serious um, organization. Well, everybody... But everybody blames wants to blame wow. Dave Roberts. You know what I mean? Like, hey, come on he's he <laughs> he takes a shot at the Padres. Mm-hmm. Um okay, but let what? me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Is Dave, Robert, Dave Roberts would get scapegoated? I think if they lose Yes. Dave and if they get swept in particular. Yeah. Dave, yes. Dave Roberts will get scapegoated. But Obviously, I would yeah. just, I
1: scapegoating Bob Melvin, so that's what happens in sports. We we scapegoat somebody. Right, Most of the I'll, times in baseball it's the manager. First I the I hitting just, coach and then the manager.
0: Yeah, but I would just say this. Listen, if I were a Dodger fan, you know, I, I'm looking at Andrew Friedman and, you know, he's the guy who's – he's there. A.J. Preller. And you know what? You looked at your ball club during the during the trade deadline, and you didn't really do very much, at least in the pitching staff. You got Lance Lynn. I mean, th- that is not enough when your pitching is that bad. Now, look – We'll see the, after the night. But the, the Urias situation, that happened Ooh. well after the trade deadline.
2: Okay,
3: so it's not them.
0: like – they but they knew they needed more arms. And they didn't get more arms. And listen, between Andrew Friedman and Dave Roberts, both have said, my favorite team, we're grinders, we're not, we're not, you know, all superstars and buy your your, your championship. I love this team. Well, if you're gonna blame Dave Roberts, and I know people are then shouldn't you be blaming Andrew Friedman too? I mean, the, all the conversations we've had about A.J. Preller and Bob Melvin, A.J. Preller's had 10 years, he's had five managers, he's had different iterations and different ways of trying to run this team, and it's never netted the Padres anything other than one playoff win or series win against the Dodgers. I mean, that, that's your highlight right now. For the Dodgers, they have one highlight in this entire Andrew Friedman, Dave Roberts, 10 years of winning division titles. They got one thing to to, to, to show for it it's a World Series in a 57 game regular season and you pointed it out yesterday Alex 60. that the year that the, how many how many games was it 60 60 game season and that's the year that Kershaw was able to stay healthy and have a really good postseason because instead of it being 120 games it was only 60 games
1: and I know Dodger fans are gonna get all pissed off and get their you know underwear in a wad but the point is like the more they don't win after 2020 the bigger that asterisk gets
2: yeah man same for the Lakers same for the Lakers. The more you don't win, the more that becomes a uh, when you looking down history. That asterisk next to it goes away. Oh, that's the COVID season. It counts yeah. less and less the further you get away from it.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I got. Uh, I got. I will tell you guys. I got distracted. I just got a message from a cousin of mine in Israel. Right. Yeah, a cousin of mine in Israel, and he says um, he was drafted. Dude, my cousin's probably fifty. He what was drafted? And his two older kids um, and his daughter and his son uh, and my two oldest kids as well as my daughter. He must mean grandchildren. We are all doing okay. And the last I heard from my kids are both safe. Keep us in your prayers. And thank you so much for checking in. Drafted?
1: Well, I saw they recalled 300,000 reservists. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. man. Yeah. Does,
0: in Israel, everyone has to
2: do some type of uh, military service. Am I correct?
0: Um. Everybody who's in the regular world, if you're like considered like orthodox and ultra religious, you don't serve in the military. And the the interesting thing is, is that like Wonder Woman serve in the military.
2: Yep. Gal Gadot was in in the military. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And what's interesting about that, that text message that my cousin just sent me is that, um, you know, I'm I'm watching all this coverage and um, I'm thinking to myself, man, um, you know, what if that were us? because somebody today on, on like CNN tried to put this into perspective. They're like, based on the population of Israel and the size of Israel, this is what, this is what this attack would have been to the United States. And she documented it like the numbers. And I was like, Whoa, we never thought about it from that perspective. Um, anyway, whatever. I don't want to, uh, I want to belabor that point. So back to the Dodgers. It's just, I got distracted in the middle of all that back to the Dodgers. You guys make a call. You tell me, I think they're done, and I I don't think it takes like some genius to, to come up with that. It, it doesn't seem anything other than purely obvious. I mean, you got three games to go. Are the Dodgers going to go on the road and take two from the Diamondbacks and then bring it home and and win I, it home?
2: I think they can. I just I don't I don't think the Diamondbacks are some un, unbeatable team. But what the Padres had last year against the Dodgers was momentum. The Diamondbacks somehow magically have gotten the momentum. Now, does that carry over from starter to starter? I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. If the Dodgers make it out the first inning, they might be okay.
1: Yeah. I mean, the Diamondbacks don't, you know, they're throwing out a dude that's not any good. Lance Lynn has not been very good as of late. And I don't like, we were like, oh, you can't play Kershaw again? Dude, they don't have a choice. They don't Mm -hmm. have a choice. They're throwing Lance Lynn out for game three. For an elimination game, it's Lance Lynn. Like, they have no choice Mm -hmm. if they get to game four. It's playing Kershaw again. Right. If the. and the thing is, the Dodgers have to score. And if they, they can break to. out of that, if they can break out of that, they'll they'll be fine, I think. Yeah, I mean
0: if you just if win one game, right? Just win one game. Yeah, that's
1: all that, I mean yeah, if they're going there looking at game 4 and game 5, then they that's how you get in trouble. You just got to go in there on Wednesday and win that one.
0: Yeah. Other than the Dodgers series against Arizona, um I watched last night like just a little bit and it was only because I went to go turn on the Dodger game and I t- I caught the end of the philly atlanta game did you guys happen to see the way that ended i missed missed the
2: whole game people said it was lit though
0: dude there's an energy around that series that i don't feel around the dodgers diamondback series um maybe because it's not been exciting maybe that's really just what it comes down to but but bryce harper um is i want to say he's on first base and a ball to pardon me
1: he pulled the soto
0: yeah he's running he he, um (laughs) a ball was hit to like deep right field or deep right center field. And, you know, Bryce Harper is one of these guys. Now you can't tell him what to do. He's you say he's like Soto and kind of like Tatis. Like you just kind of so trust both. him. You know, you just sort of trust him. And he's past second base when the ball is caught out in right field or right center field. And he's like, whoa, turns around, touches second, is headed back to first, goes to slide into first. And the ball is thrown in and and he's he's out. And there wasn't even like a point where Bryce Harper tried to argue the call or He's hey let's right let's let's have a replay. It was so obvious to everybody, including him. He's out. Game over. That was a crazy play. Two Castellanos in the air to right center field. Harris is on the run. Harris at the track. He leaps and he makes the catch. Harper might be doubled
3: up. The throw gets away. The throw. That's
1: incredible that the throw past the cutoff guy and the third baseman had to save it and still threw a perfect, 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 perfect throw to first base. Yeah. Amazing. Incredible. So, that's how
0: the game ended, man. Like I know on I, that double play. Yeah. So I haven't seen oof. any yet of the American League playoffs. Like I'm not even like my head's not even into it. Mm. Um, although I am, I will say, Chris Young, Bruce Bochi. Uh, we should, we should actually um we should bring Chris if the Young Rangers on. win
1: tonight, we got to call Nick Hundley. We Nick Hundley, Nick,
0: yeah. Nick Hundley, there, the former Padre and now the assistant general manager of the Rangers. Yeah, way to go, Nick. Because they like <laughs> they win tonight, it's over. You know, they yeah. beat the they sweep the Orioles themselves. So yeah,
1: yeah, and it's uh, in Texas too.
0: Yeah. Hey, um, uh, Browner, you uh, you ready for a little uh, little mushroom life right now?
2: What you mean? I always handy.
0: Cause I got, I got a text. I know we are all on this this group text with, uh, with Brett Weiss. You guys see the, the text that he just sent?
2: Yes. Pit football time.
0: <laughs> so Brett made this offer to everybody uh, last week when he came on the uncensored portion of the podcast. And he's like, Hey, um, the first 10 people who make the a purchase on mushroom life right now, the first 10 people are all going to receive the mushroom life ball cap. And they're also going to get a pit Panther football autographed by the three of us and by Brett himself. I personally don't think we should autograph the football. It's kind of a good ball. You Take it out, throw it around, take your kid to the park. Um, But if you decide you want it, we'll do it for you gladly. But um, Brett just sent us a picture of the football. (laughs) He's like, got 10 of them. Got 10 of them right here. I'm showing everybody on the YouTube. Um, So I think I don't, I got to assume we sold all 10, but I think yesterday he told us that there were nine. So maybe, I don't know may ask him
2: while you ask i will get my sustained energy on y'all because i all y'all know i always do two droplets Mm,
3: mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. browner i got a text message last night from a friend of ours yours and mine Mm -hmm. and he uh he said hey can i get in touch with this guy brett weiss from mushroom life because i have a friend who has dementia and i think that what you take what is the product that you're taking the one from for uh it's sustained energy, and yeah, then all. this one is mental focus. Yeah, the mental second focus. One is
2: Mental focus. Mental energy.
0: And he's like, "I wonder if my friend could benefit from the mental focus, you know, mushroom mm-hmm. gummy." So I will try, and we put them together. Oh, we did sell all ten. Nice. Brett <laughs> just got back to me because we sold all ten. So, all right, those footballs are coming your way. I can tell you that right now. Boy, this has been a weird show today, hasn't it? <laughs> what happened along the way?
2: We out here living.
0: What what did happen along the way? Does anybody know?
2: This is what happens when you have a terrible Monday night football game. <laughs> I blame them. I blame uh, them. The Lakers haven't started playing yet.
0: Well, they the, played a preseason game yesterday.
2: which no, which We didn't really watch it in its entirety, so nope. it was not important. Mm-hmm. The football game sucked, mm-hmm. even though the Raiders were involved, so at least they had a, a sense of intrigue about the Southern California area. And it was just bad all around.
0: Did I see Mark Davis? Was this like after the game? He was sitting at a slot machine. There was a picture we had of Mark Davis sitting at a slot machine. Do you have Yo, that? Mark.
2: Mark Davis was hot when they went for that field goal.
0: Oh, here it is. Look at this. What? Where? At what? the airport. When is this? Do we know?
2: I think last night. Come, Come on. on. They go, baby. They go, moms. Right there.
0: Mark Come Davis is, is at the airport and he's <laughs> he's just Come playing on girl, a slot
1: machine. Going. Why are people surprised, man? This is a man that eats P.F. Chang's.
0: Why why are people surprised? He's another dude, man. He ain't flying private. Mm -mm. All right. Hey, listen to all of our radio listeners. Stick around. We got a lot of stuff we want to get to, a lot of NFL stuff. So radio listeners, 1090 listeners, stay right where you are. To all of our YouTube viewers and all of our audio podcasters, we're going to go get uncensored. And to all of our TV viewers, we're on TV tonight from 7-8. We'll see you there. All right, guys, getting to the end of today's podcast, and uh, it's time to get a little uncensored around here. So kind of a weird show today, huh? Like, it started off very, very organically going into that whole quarterback discussion, which I really liked. A lot of fun, actually, when you kind of, those sort of things just pop up. Um, then uh, then kind of got into the white guy defensive end thing, which I also <laughs> thought was kind of funny, <laughs> <You know? laughs> And then uh, the Demar Hamlin and my dad conversation, and then calling him mm-hmm. on the phone, and then kind of ending with the Dodgers and, uh, and what's going on there. So, uh, kind of a weird show today, but fun. Liked it. it happens. It happens, yeah. and
1: it always happens naturally. It never happens like when we pre- pre-plan any of this shit. So right. Well,
0: yeah. and this, these are the kind of shows where I uh, where I get Louie Escobedo, you know, to to send me a message, and he's like, "Bro, love today's show." Love when it's off the cuff like that. Love when you don't feel like, you know, you're sort of forcing a sports story or you know, or there's just so much sports that you guys are only talking about that. You know, he's like, I love when you guys get into this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. hey, I see our man Brett Weiss from um from Mushroom Life is texting you guys that he's gonna come down to North Park so that you guys can sign those footballs that he promised, the first 10 buyers of of Mushroom Life products. Yeah, and so um I guess he dropped. How do I tell Brett?
1: How do I tell Brett I don't sign? I'm not going to sign a Pittsburgh football. How do you tell him that? <laughs> yeah.
0: And then why would you not sign that football?
1: Come on, man. I'm Aztec dude, we going to be signing Pittsburgh footballs. They're not hey, even dude. in a conference,
0: dude. The the rock the rock was wearing a Colorado jersey. He's a he's a yeah,
1: He's a and how did that go over for Miami? It, you know how many would, hundreds and thousands of Aztec fans would be mad at me?
0: That's true. They would be mad. I
1: at am you. like their biggest. I'm their. I'm like their number one cheerleader. Nelson, I'm out here signing pit Panther footballs. Mm. So I have not no affiliation. I have no affiliation to that school. I understand. I do. Come on. I do. Uh, Browner, maybe you should all sign 100, All 175 people at Snapdragon Stadium would be so pissed. Right.
0: Are the Aztecs at Hawaii this week?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. I wonder how Brady travels. I, I, wonder, I wonder how Brady travels because I remember when I went with the – when during the Rocky Long era. That shit sucked. Like we were there for 36 hours. I could barely enjoy Honolulu. Like if I had, I was, I thought I was going to get a free trip to Waikiki and enjoy myself, man. Mm-hmm. Like we flew in the day before and we flew out the night of the game. Like it's, I was like, it, it's fuck distraction. It's Hawaii, dude. If you can't beat these dudes distracted, you can't beat anybody, man.
0: Yeah. Distraction. My ass dude. I, I we played at Hawaii one year. Uh, my senior year it was my last college football game. And um, I remember how we were all so looking forward to playing at Hawaii. Because it was very much for us. I mean, we were leaving Pittsburgh. This is yeah. probably late November, early yeah. December, whatever whatever it was back then. And it was cold. And we were like, dude, we're going to Hawaii. This is, and like we as seniors, we had that that trip kind of planned. Like we were looking ahead two years. We're going to play <laughs> our last game is going to be at Hawaii. And we did go down there because, again, we were coming from Pittsburgh. We did go down probably, I'd say, midweek, like Wednesday, because I remember us practicing in Aloha yeah. Stadium a couple times. Now
2: you and, if you're San Diego State, you just fuck it. It's a five hour flight, bro. I know, you'll but be all, you'll be all right.
0: But, and they are in the same conference, right? So right. it's not like it's a uh, a special so yeah. occasion. Like for us, we you, was, need to, you it, need to get there. It, it was a special occasion for us. I mean, we were right. going to Hawaii, and it was, like I said, we probably got down there on Tuesday or Wednesday, practiced all week, did our normal routine. And then uh, at night, we were able to kind of go out for a little bit. And then Saturday after the game, I think we everybody went completely nuts that night. You guys yeah, got to stay. Probably,
1: You didn't have to fly back.
0: No, we stayed over that night too. You're fucking red eyed with Rocky Long. Dude. I was pissed. Well, you know what? Let me tell you why that probably is for San Diego state. You want, you want to know why San I Diego state I can't afford it. That's it. I mean, listen to them, San Diego state going to Hawaii is a pain in the ass that they're even in the conference. You know, it's hard to get to Wyoming. It's not mm-hmm. as easy to get to Colorado state, you know, et cetera. There are these kinds of schools in the conference. Getting to Hawaii is pretty easy, actually. You get on a plane, five hours later, you land. But instead of San Diego State looking at Hawaii as this is a special occasion for our team, they're like, this is a conference opponent. So we're going to keep yeah. everything the same. And here's the other part of it. Is, if if San Diego State flew in on Thursday and they had to accommodate the team Thursday night, Friday night, and they said, hey, we're staying Saturday night. We're actually going to go out and have dinner. And we're going mm. to wake up Sunday morning, have brunch. And by noon, we're all going to get on the plane and we're going to be home later <laughs> in the day. That Thursday, Friday, Saturday night in, in Honolulu for the for San Diego State, that makes their trip cost four times as much. What yeah. boosts I mean, check
2: like,
1: every year? It's basically a cross-country flight. It's five hours. Like it's not a right. short it flight. Would be no different right. if they
0: had to go to Florida
1: or if they had to go yeah. to New York. Yeah. I did enjoy myself. I enjoyed the fuck out of myself though, dude. I was like, if I'm only gonna be here for thirty-six hours, I'm not gonna sleep. Mm-hmm. And I engineered that radio broadcast like half asleep. <laughs> Half Wait, so you least... went,
0: oh you went out the night before because you were getting on a plane going oh yeah night night. went out the night before uh
1: hung out with like kirk morrison for like a little bit too he mm-hmm. was on that he was on the on the call still mm-hmm. yeah that was yeah it was it was brutal and that that they don't even play at aloha stadium anymore because that stadium like got condemned because it was yeah shit where do they play uh it looks like a high school like there's bigger stadiums in texas for fo- high school football come on yeah
0: you like it's called the clarence
1: clarence tc ching athletics complex
0: can you show us what a picture of their stadium looks like
1: yeah i'm trying to find like what it actually looks like there's a bunch of renderings i think they're going to do stuff to
0: it i mean aloha stadium was never any good because it was uh it was a nice stadium it was built built for the pro bowl and like i remember getting there going wow this place is pretty cool um but
2: that was in the 80s bro
0: no it was in the 90s just so you know my bad (laughs) (laughs) my bad dog yeah that's not too bad well, but it's not like a big time D1. Well, Col- no, I mean, it's, it's, it's not like listen, it ain't like what Boise State has. It isn't like what Snapdragon is. It's, it's not like right. what Colorado State has, you know? Yeah. That's,
2: you could build Snapdragon there. It's it's a small enough footprint that you yeah. should be able to do that yeah. there.
1: Yeah, that's that was cool. Though. Like being at Aloha you know, you're right next to Pearl Harbor. Like that was cool. It was
0: cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, listen, I would say this. Uh, it is Tuesday. We'll see you guys all tomorrow. Great show today. Loved it. Don't really know how it got so off the rails, but really enjoyed it. Thanks to everybody who participated in the YouTube live chat. And uh, with that, I'll see everybody tomorrow. Peace out.